Hey guys, hope you're doing well. Kelly and I have been on the road a lot the last week or so, and so we've been listening to audiobooks. Through the Libby app, if you have a library card, you can download the Libby app for free. There's not a huge selection of- In this day of technology, the government have managed to be governmental on technology. <laughs> you can only take out a book if no one else has taken it. You, you have to place a hold on an audiobook because you can select which category of books. So we're like, Bi biographies are fun. That'll mm -hmm. be interesting. And everyone was taken. Except but... Terry Crews, God bless. <laughs> so we're like, oh, we both know who this is. Let's see if it's, if it's interesting. This could be interesting. And it was interesting. So we haven't finished it yet. We wouldn't recommend it. I don't think book. we're gonna finish it. He's an entertaining guy and yeah. he reads his own book, which is great. But every so often we would have to pause it and, and be like, whoa, like the amount of dysfunction that in his life. And so it ended up being a very good topic of conversation for us. Well, especially in regard to everything that we talk about, I feel like it gave us understanding. A lot of this comes back to our submission videos that we have tons of comments of people basically being outraged at us condoning a system of abuse. But now hearing Terry Cruz's story. Yeah. So Terry grew up with an alcoholic, physically abusive father and a emotionally manipulative abusive mother and the father was the breadwinner the mother stayed at home so in terry's view this was patriarchy this was a patriarchal marriage and so he has anchored abusive men to patriarchy which is understandable like in all of our videos when people when we say the word patriarchy or we say the word submission immediately people just think up this dysfunctional abusive relationship because his home life was terrible mm -hmm. i mean we're listening to it and when we pause it we can't even imagine no. growing up in this yeah. dysfunctional and home. we praise god for our parents like thank the lord that we didn't grow up dysfunctional and and all of this and so for us it's outside of our worldview so when we talk about marriage we're talking about two people who are remotely functional you weren't abused or neglected and raised by wolves. And we're talking primarily to Christians. And so this is where it comes in, the, the two guide rails of marriage, biblical marriage. The guide rail that protects from abuse of men is love your wife as Christ loved the church and live with your wife with understanding. And so, I mean, many times in that book, we're like, okay, this is not loving of your wife or this is not trying to even understand or care for what your wife cares for. Yeah, that was interesting because uh, Terry then refers to but when he first got married mm -hmm. and he was the breadwinner and then his wife was the stay-at-home mom and he said early on in their marriage he made all the decisions, he decided where they were going to eat, where they were going to go on vacation, what car she had and he said she didn't even like the car, the Escalade that he got her and how he thought that because he makes the money he should then make every decision and she basically had no say in anything so because that was his view at the beginning of marriage he came to a revelation that that was wrong and unhealthy and instead of understanding that it was his lack of understanding and loving his wife he swung the opposite direction into more of an egalitarian mm -hmm. worldview for us when we were talking it was again we paused it at that point mm -hmm. because we're like, we can't even imagine a world where you just control everything you do and just make decisions mm -hmm. about, well, this is where we're going to go on vacation, whether you like it or not. Mm -hmm. Like that's just, well, I, I, 
where I make decisions of not knowing your desires in the decision. Because I think I I know pretty much where you stand on almost every decision I do make. Yeah. And when it is something that I don't know where you're at, we'll chat about it. Yes. Um, and then that's where it comes back to the Elizabeth Elliot quote that I love. You don't submit when you agree, you submit when you disagree, which to understand that you disagree means that you are talking about mm -hmm. things. So what we really were looking at in listening to a story like this is that abusive men are going to abuse, whether they are patriarchal or egalitarian. Abusive men are going to abuse. Controlling men are going to control. It's like all these people who always shout about gun control of, oh, we've got to ban guns. Guns are just a tool and murderers are going to murder. So we should outlaw murder, ban murder. Oh wait, it's already banned. Murderers are going to murder regardless of the tool that they have in their hand. The only way it is stopped is by giving good men the tool. Good men with the tool protect and eliminate bad men with the tool. And so it is with patriarchy or submission or whatever. It's a way of marriage. Now, abusive men are going to be abusive, whether you're in an egalitarian marriage, whether you're in a patriarchal marriage. And that's why we major so much on choosing good spouses. We, we, we major on being around people who can care for you outside of your own, you know, because a lot of people, if you are abused, you're going to seek out abusive people because mm -hmm. that is an ingrained boundaries issue in your life. And you're going to seek to, to, you know, whether you it's want just to or all not. You know. mm -hmm. So it's for some reason there's that attraction yeah. to the control. And so that's why we're so big on finding friends who have wholesome functional marriages, finding mentors who have wholesome functional marriages, getting around them so that you can have a worldview change. You know, for me, I was always kind of afraid that with children just turn out how children turn out. You have no say in it. And it was always kind of an anxiety of mine. Of, it's random chance how a child turns out. You know, one can be a druggie, one can be a star. Whereas now being around wholesome functional families with many children, it's like, oh, okay, this is controllable. This is something that you have power to do. It's not just a chance thing left up to chance. Raising good children, you can see people who are functional and doing it. And when you get around them, you're like, wow, I could do this. It's the same with marriage of you get around functional marriages with wholesome people. And you're like, wow, this is great. I can do this. It's, it's achievable which is great. So that's, that's the one side. The other guardrail that we were talking about in this book is against toxic feminism. So the guardrail there is respect your husband, submit to your husband. And so in a society of very emotional, very manipulative, um, controlling, controlling woman, that is what stops the toxic feminism because Terry was abused by his mother as well. Yeah. Well, what was interesting is Terry said his dad was an alcoholic, I would say emotionally absent, mm -hmm. and he abused his mother. However, his mother was nagging. He said how she kind of pushed the father to his end. And then also, then she, because she had obviously no control over her life, the only thing that she did have control over was her children, and she physically abused mm -hmm. her children. She emotionally abused her children. I mean, it, his home life was horrible, mm -hmm. but back to the, the women side of things, it's, that's something that doesn't get talked about. Mm -hmm. Feminism, unfortunately, allows those toxic traits in women to be acceptable. Mm -hmm. it's, it's actually encouraged. Be controlling, be manipulative, be passive aggressive, whatever you need to do to get ahead, of, to get ahead in life, 
that's what you need to do. And so whenever we say submission or respect your husband, you get a lot of women who don't want to do that. And so the way that they get out of that, the way that they don't have to do that is to cry abuse or cry tyranny or control when actually they're the abuser, they're the tyrant, they're the one in control and they don't want to give up that control. Seeing the dysfunction of other people's lives. So for us, it wasn't eye opener. Like, wow, there's a lot of dysfunctional people coming at marriage. Yeah, I think it's helped me hold space for these people that comment in our comment mm -hmm. section because they've obviously never had a vision a positive vision for the man being the head and a wife enjoying her role as a wife instead of being a man because yeah. we do live in this most of the comments that we get are women shouting men are or women are equal to mm -hmm. men and it's like well we've missed it women are not equal that doesn't mean we're less important than we're men. equal we're equal in value we're not equal in function yes that's very good and so when we approach marriage in the way that we see the bible laying it out you know we haven't got there we're not this perfect biblical marriage you know we've left we're on the way and there's difficult things there's hard things in the bible and we're like all right lord we trust that you're going to lead us into those things that you're going to lead us into being more pleasing to you and so when we lay these things out, we're laying it out to a Christian audience, uh, an audience that wants to live God's way, not the world's way. For men, we're not excusing abusive men. No, abusive men need to sort out a lot of things in their life to love their wife and live with her with understanding. And we're not excuse excusing abusive, out of control women. They need to sort a lot of things out in their heart with the Lord. Our whole thing is family, that if you wanna change the world, it starts at home. So of course we're not condoning or excusing dysfunctional families. Dysfunctional families is why we are where we are as a culture. If you come from a very dysfunctional childhood, your dysfunction does not excuse you from living in God's ways that he has set out for marriage. There's a lot of personal stuff that needs to be sorted out, but it is not marriage that is the problem. It is not patriarchy or submission that is the problem you have to sort through your own childhood dysfunctions and abuses. Likewise, where we're coming from, a totally different problem from dysfunctional childhoods is people who have had pretty functional childhoods and now they are trapped in Christian dysfunction. And what I'm talking about is androgynous men, androgynous women, yeah. where men are stuck between the two guardrails of, I'll never abuse my wife, but I'm also not gonna lead, I'm not gonna rule, I'm not gonna provide or protect, I'm not gonna go and achieve a mission. And so I'm just gonna kind of float and be a woman. It was the church service that we were at where the old mm -hmm. man said the secret to a happy marriage is yes, ma'am. That is... Yeah, that's the Christian the, dysfunction. Yeah, when everyone cheers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so the dysfunction that we are trying to address is not, a, I don't come from a super abusive dysfunctional childhood. So I'm not addressing those issues. I'm not here to try and help men through that because I'm, probably don't have the answers or, or the experience. What I'm coming at is Christian good boys who wanna please the Lord with all their heart, and in doing so have become eunuchs, have become libertarian nice guys who do nothing because it's safe. I just think of that de Tocqueville quote where he says, uh, where men and women are become more alike, you have weak men and disorderly women. And unfortunately, we see that a lot in Christian churches and in Christian culture, and that is a result of not understanding our godly 
functions as man and yeah. as woman that it's very different mm -hmm. and I think being in big evangelical churches where men and women are treated as if we have the same functions of working out our Christianity, it's caused us a lot of problems. So our hope is to get back to the roles that God created for us. Because for us, from our experience, there's been peace in our marriage and it's been way more enjoyable being within our masculine and feminine role yeah. than the egalitarian yeah. way that we entered into marriage so to wrap it all up patriarchy is not the problem it's abuse of men and abuse of women who are the problem there are very dysfunctional childhoods that make patriarchy seem the evil or the reason why they had dysfunction and so your valid exception does not disprove god's ways of doing things we're setting a positive vision for patriarchy a positive vision for submission a positive vision for men leading and ruling their households well to the benefit of their wives and children. So praise God and God bless you guys. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can support our channel by leaving a review on Apple Podcast, or if you would like to purchase from our shop, our website is home with kelly k-e-l-l-i dot c-o we have organic rooibos that we bring in from scott's home country of south africa it is a delicious no caffeine tea loose leaf it is so good iced or warm and i also have some vintage home goods in the shop and i make some hand-bound journals which are also available we hope that everything that we share is an encouragement and a blessing to you and your family